Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. I'm speaking to you today once again about the practice of righteousness in terms of the Christian philosophy of nonviolence. The words of Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount represent the morally distinguishing feature of the Christian religion when compared with other world religions and the philosophy. Christianity discourages the resort to and the use of violence either to settle personal scores or as an approach to the punishment of others. It repudiates vengeance and violence. Listen to the words of Jesus. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Jamaica and the Caribbean societies are Jamaica and the Caribbean are societies that are spawned in violence. As a result, the potential for conflict is never far away. The teachings of Jesus, famously referred to as turning the other cheek, offers an approach that eases tensions, solves conflicts, and opens the possibility to, en to enriching and mutually beneficial relationships. The ideas contained in the words of Jesus do not by any means win universal approval. In fact, these are words which are open to ridicule and misunderstanding. Even within the Christian community, there is a pushback against these words and approaches. But where they have been understood and practiced, they have proven to be a very useful tool in the struggles against oppression and the struggle for justice and in promoting peace. And they have served to point the way towards resolving very vexed situations. The words of Jesus acknowledge the presence of conflict, violence and oppression in the world as a matter of course. They call attention to the Lex Talionis developed by Moses in the Old Testament, the eye for eye and tooth for tooth law. What Jesus says recognizes that far from resolving conflicts, the eye for eye, tooth for tooth approach to our situation, that is a tit for tat approach, deepens the presence of conflicts. 
If followed entirely, it leads to a blind and toothless world. Vengeance and violence have no end because they breed and require responses in kind. When the Lex Talionis, so-called, was first developed, it was in order to ensure that punishment fits crime for which they are exacted. It was a mitigation in ethical development because whereas before the punishment for a crime was sevenfold and then fourfold, if a goat was stolen, the offender should be required to pay back with four goats. The eye for eye suggests that the punishment should be equal to the crime. However, what resulted from it was the most scrupulous use of violence and vengeance of, as ways or strategies for settling conflict. Jesus suggests an entirely new approach. He recognizes that conflicts arise from different motivations. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, refers to an unprompted insult because the average person is right-handed, one would be struck on the right cheek only by a backhanded slap, which is not just injury, it is also insult. If someone wants to sue you and take your shirt, implies exploitation and extortion. And if someone compels you to carry a burden one mile, implies oppression. Whether the conflict results from insult and belittling, from exploitation or oppression, responding in kind solves nothing except that it deepens the presence of hurt and injury and violence and oppression. Jesus therefore offers instead responses that break the cycle of violence and open new possibilities. We may therefore say that Jesus teaches us that the power to end tyranny, violence and conflict lies in our hands. What Jesus says is not asking us to acquiesce to the violence of others, whether they are act of personal insult or exploitation or oppression. Neither is Jesus asking us to feel powerless or sorry for ourselves when we are insulted or injured. Jesus is not offering a do-nothing approach. On the contrary, Jesus encourages us to recognize that how we respond to what others do can neutralize and disarm them and give us control over the outcomes of the situation. What he says here builds on the words of a proverb that a soft answer turns away wrath or neutralizes anger. Instead, Jesus is teaching us not merely to react to what others do to us, but to respond thoughtfully and intentionally. If they insult you violently, turn the other cheek. If they exploit you, give them the cloak as well as the shirt. And if they require to go one mile, go the extra mile. Both Mahatma Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. in the 20th century, who lived in situations of profound injustice, found in the words of Jesus an immensely effective strategy and a tool in order to resist oppression. These words are about resisting injustice and evil, to, and to do so while ourselves acting fairly and justly. A century before that, in the 1800s, Sam Sharp, 
had promoted the withdrawal of their labor by the enslaved as the strategy to end chattel slavery and the plantation economy. Prior to Sam Sharp, the development of moral to Sam Sharp's development of moral force and soul force, in which the willingness to endure violence and injury was used as a counter strategy against oppression. Violence was the blunt instrument used by the underclass. The Maroons had won a treaty from the British by means of violence and cunning, and Taki had beheaded 60 planters in his bid to destroy chattel slavery. It was the withdrawal of labor by Sam Sharp that broke the back of chattel slavery and precipitated abolition and emancipation. The key to what Jesus calls for is that it calls on us to remain in control of ourselves in the midst of the most intense provocation. Keep your wits about you. The other thing is that it refuses to copy the action and conduct of others and in that way becoming like them. It repudiates the evil that they do by refusing to consider it an option for yourself. Just because they do it does not mean that I should do it. What others are doing by insulting, exploiting, or oppressing us with violence and intimidation is that they are seeking to control us by remaining in charge of how we respond to them. We are ensuring that they do not control our thoughts or our actions, and that is already victory. The other victory is that by refusing to respond in time, by remaining in control of ourselves and therefore easing the tension, solving the conflict, we benefit the community by resisting evil in the space that is made worse by the presence of conflict and violence. If we did nothing else, other than neutralizing conflict and easing tension, we would give an enormous gift to our society. We have been so practiced in insults and injury and in violence and vengeance as a society that we need a break. We are tired of all the stories of violence and murder, many of which are domestic in nature. At the interpersonal level in our society, we are too violent and vengeful someone has to start to signal a new way so that the madness may stop and give ourselves a chance to breathe the fresh air of peace jesus does not does does stop does not stop there however he goes on to say something else to which we would pay we should pay attention give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you the context in which Jesus invites this resourcefulness and kindness, this boundlessness and big-heartedness and free-handedness is one of insult and violence and exploitation and oppression. Jesus invites us instead of reacting in kind. We should let our heart do the talking. When we do, we should show a gentility and a generosity and a magnanimity of spirit and we should leave that out there as our gift and see what happens to our society in which we live you may be tempted to reject this as naive and impractical but it is not everywhere we look across the human family 
some of the most brutalized and traumatized people in the world mm. are the most big-hearted and kind-hearted. In fact, it is one of the most baffling things about life and history. They that give us the best music and creativity are amongst the most underserved and terrorized places on earth. We do not need to go far away to find examples of this. It is French town, an urban ghetto that is the birthplace of reggae and that space with slum conditions and high unemployment where state violence was directed at people at the hand of the police. That was a space that produced many of our most outstanding artists and musicians. Indeed, whenever Jamaica has been put on the map internationally by overperformers in athletics, in music and the arts, and generally in sports, it has been by women and men from these underserved communities in Jamaica, these spaces that have known violence and vengeance. This, the point is, we know it is possible. What we must learn is how to make it our modus operandi, our philosophy of operation, our way of life, a generosity and a creatively, acting generously and creatively. There is no doubt that violence and oppression have made a comeback in our world and in our space where we live. There are immense and cruel developments all around us that deepen inequality and man's inhumanity to man. Whether we think about these issues as isolated individuals or as members of the political class and activists, we have to develop a philosophy of approach. If we reject the teachings of Jesus, we will be obliged to resort to violence and vengeance. But if we do, when is our day going to come so we can repay them for what they have done to us? When will be our blood for blood and fire for fire day? And when will and how will it end? If we were to win by that strategy, we would only produce the apocalypse with a scorched earth. There will be no space for us to live in because as soon as we have done it to them, it will be their turn to do it to us all over again. Jesus invites us to break the tyranny of violence, vengeance and conflict with the offer of peace. Let us transform the world one conflict at a time. Life is too short to spend our time settling scores and tit for tat. Let us find a new way, the Jesus way. Let us give to the one who asks us and let us not turn away from the one who wants to borrow. Let us keep faith in our humanity. Let us lend a helping hand. Let us turn the other cheek. Let us give the cloak as well as the shirt when someone sues us. Let us go the extra mile. Let us be big hearted and kind hearted and free handed. And so let us increase the chance of peace and harmony in the world. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Amen. Mm.